Hey, it's Sarah here, one of your Thursday night hosts of The Hoist Sins local music show. And right now I am joined by a Melbourne staple. There are no two ways about it. Um, right now, Romy Vega from RVG is on a little video call with me to chat all about their third studio album, Brainworms, out June 2nd. I'm honoured to have them with me here today. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you going? I'm good, thank you. I feel like I was really late to the RVG game. I saw you guys open for Julia Jacqueline um, earlier this year, and it was one of those things where it's like I've heard your music before, but when I saw you guys live, it just fully cemented it for me. Um, you guys are absolutely <laughs> incredible live, have such a presence, and I know it's going to translate through to this album. How are you feeling in the lead up to the release of it? I'm feeling pretty great, honestly. Like, um, I feel like every time I talk to someone about this album, they, they have nice things to say about it. Yeah. So I feel very confident about it, which I have from the start, which has been really good. Um, definitely feeling better than any other time I've released anything. Yeah, absolutely. I can sense that sort of confidence throughout the album. Yeah. I think, so this is the first release since Feral 2020, that album yeah. came out, um, which is a weird time to release music and just a weird time for everyone as a whole. Yeah. How do you think RVG, RVG has changed in sound since then? Oh, so much. I mean... The thing, the thing about the last record is we released it in 2020, but we recorded it probably late 2018. Yeah. That was the second time we recorded it because we got it wrong the first time. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of like back and forth and, and doubting and all this kind of stuff. And then by the time we released it, of course, it was like the first month of the pandemic. Mm. So lots of stuff's changed. It's definitely – there's still – this, I like to, everything's still connected to the last couple of records. Like I just, I can't change some things, but I've tried to definitely just reach another level with this record and kind of just definitely push our strengths a lot more on this record. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really interested in what you just said before about how you had to sort, sort of redo the last yeah. album is that typically the process for you when it comes to making music if it's not right you just have to scrap it start again or is it sort of more like a work in progress um i took a lot of convincing uh, the rest of the band knew <laughs> but i was very much like we had just um done our first tour overseas mm. and we came back and we recorded a record and we never recorded with anybody before and like we just didn't know what to do i think we weren't ready to kind of think about things properly um and it just wasn't right and I kind of pretended like it was fine for a while <laughs> like, until no. I was convinced that and listening back on it it's terrible um, <laughs> but I'm kind of very glad that that didn't come out and yeah then we we, we ended up re-recording with Victor who um really saved that record for us I think yeah amazing and as you said, it's been a bit of time since the release of Feral into now the release of Brainworms. Um, how has your relationship been work like with music going into this record? Because Feral had quite a lot of success. RVG is obviously quite a staple in the music scene by this point. How do you, does that influence your songwriting and your music making at all? Um, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, like, I definitely 
I mean, maybe other people can see how successful we are. I'm always in my own head about things. Maybe I'm a bit, a bit more negative than everybody else. But, I mean, definitely by the time Feral was meant to come out, we were going to, like, play some big shows. Like, we, we had all these big plans, and it was kind of a bit terrifying, honestly. Like, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen in a way, part of me. <laughs> Because, like, when I got a break from everything, I could kind of reset my batteries. And I think that's what made this album so, like, a bit more focused is because I had some time off to kind of think about, remember what I like about doing this Mm. as well? Like, not just, like, making records, but, like, just playing live and stuff because I think I was just just a bit burnt out and I think I, I needed a break. And I think that you can hear that a lot on the record that it's, definitely a lot more relaxed and yeah. confident. And I don't think we would have made that record if, if we hadn't had that forced hiatus. Yeah, absolutely. I find it really interesting to see, um, yeah, like a bit of a break that no one really expected or anticipated to see what comes out of it. And yeah. even, yeah, personally, like I know that I'd be a completely different human if that break didn't happen. So it's always really interesting to yeah. see how that manifests in music. That being said, when did brainworms sort of come into life did it was it like songs just collected together or was it let's sit down let's crack out an album yeah it's always all, all the old albums is usually like all the other albums and this one as well it's like you know a few old songs from like a couple of years previous that i haven't got around to thinking about and then a couple of very recent ones i think the earliest song on this record is probably the end of 2019 okay and the more recent one was kind of figured out, like the, the when we we're in the studio yeah. kind of thing. It's nice. Like, yeah, it's it's. I just I, I'm not a very prolific writer. Like I don't. I kind of just like I've realized that I can't just sit down at a desk and write mm-hmm. uh, five days a week. It just doesn't happen. I just have to kind of wait until I have an idea. And sometimes, especially for the rest of the band that is a very painful process (laughs) like there was a period before we went overseas where they were kind of like looking at me like we need we need something (laughs) yeah they were kind of like yeah it got got really like i mean yeah i mean something like squid was written Mm. very much out of a panic to kind of have material and ended up being one of our best songs so it kind of worked but (laughs) it was very much like i just started playing this song with these stupid lyrics that i had written and we built up around it and it ended up, yeah, being really good. Yeah, it's an incredible track and an incredible album in full as well. Would you say that the songwriting is typically the thing that comes first and then you bring that to the band? Yeah, mostly. I have to have some sort of structure because I just can't can't think of things on the spot a lot of the times. It's just like it's, you know, I need to have a, a kind of set of lyrics kind of ready like, I would love to kind of do a thing where you, you jam for, like, hours and I <laughs> come up with – but it's just not me. It's that I need to kind of pre-prepare a lot of stuff. But as compared to all of our other records, like, definitely there was a lot of looseness and kind of being creative with it. Like, when we were, like, when we were recording, like I said, I was just sitting in the park, like, before the, the studio opened, like, just trying to figure out how I, I could – just just cleaning up the, the the lyrics so I could record them like in a couple of hours. So there was there was a lot of I think it on the spot, which was really good for mm. all of us creative like creatively, which we'd never really done that much of. 
Yeah, nice. And I read that a lot of this record was recorded over in the UK in London. How yeah. was that experience? Is that typically where you go to record or is that like a once-off sort of thing? It was it was a once-off. I hope, I hope we do it again. I kind of, I'm definitely, I think now that we've done it, we want to do it again. But we kind of, we'd, we'd always done it in, in Melbourne and I kind of had this idea that like if we had the money, we would go overseas and and do it just because just just for something different really mm. just for a different atmosphere and like during the during uh when things started to open up again we got a grant to make an album and we played a couple of weird gigs that were, were worth a lot of money that kind of made us like actually have enough money to do it and it was sort of like a discussion where it was like well we either we, we go and we take this risk uh, otherwise, it's just like a nice holiday because we yeah. all kind of needed a yeah. holiday after the last couple of years anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, worst thing that know. happens is that you get to just see London. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was terrifying because like the last, like I said, the last record we had to do twice. So mm. there was always this kind of thing in the background, like, well, we come home with something really bad, but we didn't, fortunately. <laughs> I also read that um, throughout the recording process, there was a guitar used that was once owned by Kate Bush. Is that right? Yeah. How, is, yeah, how did that come about? Um, they just Kate Bush did remix the single at the studios, Snap Studios in London, and she just like I guess became friends with them and just sold a bunch of her gear there mm. to them, like her gear she wasn't using. She had like an old Rhodes as well keyboard that she was like. That we we didn't use on the record because it was broken, unfortunately. But uh, but she had this acoustic guitar that she apparently got off Tears for Fears, who apparently got it off Ice House. It was this whole thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely put that a lot on the record. Like mixed in, like, you can't hear much of it, but it's definitely it's there. everywhere. <laughs> it's like the sisterhood of the traveling guitar. <laughs> I know it's so cool. It was just like it's. I love stuff like that. Like I've I've been in that situation before where. Um, be able to pick up someone I quite respects, like instrument and player, and it's like a special. It's a very special thing. Like, yeah. Can you like? Do you reckon it feels different picking up that guitar? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's also like a nice guitar. It's a very mm. nice guitar. So it's like it was very professional. You know, it's just like someone like someone like Kate Bush would have a guitar that was like, <laughs> it's like this makes nice. sense. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, so Brainworms is sort of for recognizing the hyper recognizable experience of, you know, every single day, like, um, you know, private moments made public and the relationship with that. Um, yeah. And you can sense that in the lyrics because it's all very personal, but also literate honest um when it comes to your songwriting are they sort of real life scenarios that you're unfolding or is it more abstract uh it's a bit of both i think there's always like there's always like a macro and a micro i think to a lot of the especially like a lot of the the better songs i write i think like i try not to be i try to have like kind of a broader thing in what I'm saying, you know, make the, the small big, but yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of, more, a lot of personal songs that are very, like obviously personal songs. And there's mm. definitely like a lot of bigger songs on there that have a bit of personal in them. Cause you can never, if, you, if you're like, you gotta have a bit of yourself. In yeah. There's gotta be something well. there for yeah. it. 
What is your relationship with songwriting like? Does it come really naturally to you to be vulnerable in your songwriting or is it something that takes a bit more energy? It takes a lot of energy. I never really expected that I would be this vulnerable. I mm. think like in my history of writing songs, it's only been this band that I've actually just something has clicked and like yeah it's 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 difficult I think it was a lot difficult in the second record just because I had trouble just because you know mental health and like stress and stuff like that I had trouble like going down into my brain to Mm. like make these songs and that 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 took a lot out of me this time around it's like definitely a lot easier just because I'm like my brain's a bit more manageable um and it's, it's definitely a bit more direct, which is something that I was, I was kind of using characters in the last record and trying to like be very cryptic about what was going on. This, this time it's a bit more obvious, I think, which is, which is good. Yeah. I think. A bit more skin and bones, which I think translates yeah. really well. So yeah, exactly. yeah. it's a, a really admirable record and I really appreciate you sitting down with me to chat about it. Uh, Brainworms is coming out on the 2nd of June, so keep your ears wrapped for that one. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.